In today's episode, Dave interviews Allison Riley. Allison has worked at the Second City since 1985, having risen through the ranks to general manager and now co-producer. She's seen many generations of performers there, including Dan Castellaneta, Mike Myers, Chris Farley, Tina Fey, Rachel Drash, Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert, and many others. Dave recorded this podcast on location at the Second City in Chicago. I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy. Um, because what they, what Nate and Sue would do is they, they knew people uh, when down here at the Cedric Elstop that used to Cedric Elstop that used to be the old Old Town School of Folk Music. Yes, and that's where they started teaching okay. over there, and so they knew everybody. So when the Grateful Dead came into town, they would stay at Nate and Sue's place in uh, where did they live then? Hyde Park. Like when I think about all these things, it it's like a it's like a different time, but it still makes me love this city so fucking much. You know? It has a great rich history and uh, so many great people have come through here and performed and the interconnectedness of those people. And when we start to look back at who we knew and who they knew, it is, it's kind of a small community you know, in Chicago, but everybody knows each other and plays with each other and supports each other. It's really good. It's very rich. Oh, my God. It's so fucking supportive. And I think that anybody that leaves here goes somewhere else and takes that with them and it spreads that out there. Yeah. Um, living in L.A., I couldn't have made it without... I couldn't have made it without support network. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hear they're everybody's very supportive out there and close to each other. I see online people playing together. You know what I mean? That's great. That's really yeah. great. Yeah, um, when I was divorced, uh, Nia, Nia uh, Vardellis, Nia. Well, this is weird because I was getting. I was marrying uh, my friends Drew and Tamara, and I was marrying them. Uh-huh. And this was in March, and Nia was invited to the wedding, and she. I was married. And Nia was invited to the wedding, and she said. Um, if you ever need a place to stay, you can stay at my place. And I'm thinking, why would you say that? That's weird. Very nice. And then in October, I needed a place I to stay. Mm-hmm. She knew what was happening mm-hmm. before I knew what was uh-huh. happening. And so I lived with her and Nia in the in their guest house for a year. Oh, that's nice. And all all the people that went, uh, yeah. all that core people that right. went through that, and the support group that was there, and we're helping each other live. That's good. That's good. And survive. Yeah. Uh, which is great. I literally mean survive because there are a lot of people, women that we know, mm-hmm. that you and I know, that are recovering from cancer. Yes, yes, yes. And I think the, the support ne- network of those women out there is fantastic. Mm-hmm. They need each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clearly. Because I, I, for me, I feel like, um, well, first off, it's really interesting that it's mostly women. That have the cancer? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really, really interesting. I'm getting my coffee. Getting coffee, getting coffee, um, and I don't know why that's happening. Yeah, it might be age. It might be some kind of exposure that they've had. It's always hard to know, right? Mm-hmm. It's always hard to know. And we've had some boy, the deaths that we've had this year. Yes, yes, it's been it's it's a lot. And when you look back through it, you know, it's Harold and Sheldon, and you know, Bernie's death is still. Uh, feels really close to us. It's Bernie just, Sons. Yes, yes. Right. It's just, it, it is a lot. And it's a little bit frightening in that way of like that generation is gone. Right. So the next generation steps up and takes over. But it's that moment of, oh, uh, our, uh, our mentors aren't here anymore. Oh, now we're the mentors. Now, you know, you have to look at yourself in a different light. You Do you see it. yourself in that way? I You uh, must, because I was looking at what Katie Rich wrote, Katie yeah. Rich said, yeah. that when she left, she called, you were the first person that she yeah. called because... Yeah. You know, to see that it was, you know, to yes. see what it was, to be a sounding board. Yes. Uh, but in, in that way, you're a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm honored to be thought of that way, I would say. I mean, there's so many uh, people are good mentors to each other here. Uh, I think that the resident companies are great mentors to the touring companies coming up, even though they might not uh, feel that. They see that. They're, you know what I mean? Everybody's engaged with what they do. So I think it's a very supportive community in that way. Right. Uh, I know that there are certain people that I've looked up to that I, I, when I think about them, I think about them reaching their hand out yes. and pulling yes. me up. Yes. You know, Jeff Machowski and Jane Morris. Yeah. Um, and there's certain people that weren't very good at that, and so they didn't do that. Right. You know, but there were also people like Corral, who I felt pulled me up, and Colbert, yeah. in his way, yes. pulled me up. Yes. Um, even though we were c- contemporaries and yes. colleagues, they still pulled me up. But I don't know that I would look at Jackie Hoffman and say, oh, she was a mentor. You know, right? Uh, and that's not to knock Jackie. No, it's just that some people are 
meant to be the mentor. Well, and I think it's where you're you're at when you're here, right? A lot of people are really young when they're here, and they they're they're trying to find their way, and they're not ready to be a mentor. So sometimes it takes getting some uh, life under your belt to do that. Uh, so that's why I'm saying sometimes they're a mentor removed. I'm watching your work. Your work is mentoring me. It's inspiring me. It's an informing me. But I'm not having a really close relationship with you. Uh, but what you do inspires me. And uh, your fearlessness makes me fearless. That's awesome. Your fearlessness. Your makes fearlessness me. makes me fearless. Yeah. Your fearlessness. Oh, that's such a beautiful thing to say. Yeah. Because that, uh, that chokes me out. Because it's really, really true. I look at somebody like and, 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 and this is the person that matches what it is that you're saying was Joe Liss. Uh -huh. and because I think that Joe, I would look at Joe, and I've mentioned this before, Joe, I was a member of this club that only I was a member of, and that was um, the <laughs> WWJLD. And it was like, what would Joe Liss do? <laughs> and so whenever I would be stuck in it, whenever I'd be like at, at a crossroads in an improv scene, I would think, what would Joe Liss That's do? And, and eventually, I'd... I took that on as what would I do? Yeah. Not stealing from him, right, right. But just saying, I looked at his fearlessness, and because I looked at his fearlessness, I wasn't fearful. Yes, it took you out of yourself. It gave you, it gave you that one step outside of yourself where you could, you could actually perform and move forward again. Right, Absolutely. exactly. I think of Susan Messing like that. I've always thought of her in the community. She inspires me in her fearlessness, or whenever I see her perform, or, or just, just how she lives. Uh, uh, I love her, and she's an inspiration to me in that way. Even though we don't spend a lot of time together, I see her like that. You know what I mean? And she's one of those people that wouldn't view me with that if I was having a moment of like, oh, I don't know if I should go for it. You would hear Susan in your head be like, go for it. What? Balls out, man. You know, go for Fucking it. Fucking go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's always great to have those uh, those touchstones in your life. Right, and, and they are those voices that you have yes. saying things that they've never said, but they're clearly saying things that they've said. Yes. You know, yeah. uh, and, and I look at what you've done because I've known you. I think when I knew you, I started here in 85, 86, something like that. Uh, and you were not here yet. Eighty six, I started. You started in eighty six. Eighty six, I started the bar staff. And you were you were you were on the bar staff, or you or you ran the bar staff. I was on the bar. You staff. were on the bar staff. <laughs> I was on the bar staff. <laughs> so nineteen eighty six, I came and I started on the bar staff, and I started doing dishes and doing coat check. Right. And eventually, then I was serving, and right. then I was a manager. And about it was about eighteen months or so that I was on the bar staff and then I started to uh, do some assistant managing mm -hmm. here at the Second City. And then I was um, assistant manager, manager, general manager. I basically ran the house for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, and, and I think that all, so looking at what it is that you've done, I, I feel that your life is probably, is, it could be similar to my life in that, um, you are just doing what it is that's in front of you, and that's what you're doing. Yes. There isn't there isn't an end game other than to enjoy the moment that you're in at that moment. And if you don't enjoy that, then you don't do that. Yes, yes, yes. And I've you know I've had many. I call it my Phoenix routine, my rebirths at Second City, where uh, you know I'll burn out on it, but I'll reinvent myself in a different way. I'll challenge myself. I'll take on a different responsibility. I'll be in the same job, but uh, I'll be doing other things too. And that kind of re, re you get reinvested that way. You know what I mean? Um, you're uh, on the bar staff, but all of a sudden you're going to be associate producer. All right, now you're looking at the shows with a different eye. Um, okay, now you're going to be uh, building, helping build sets, right? So all these things you're reinvesting in a different way, and it's exciting to you, and you can bring uh, hopefully a new uh, point of view to it. You know, I think we were joking uh, getting up in this room, talking about what it, that Second City isn't a company anymore; it's an enterprise. Yes. And and I think that all those opportunities we laid out to you because it is an enterprise. If it was just a theater company, you would probably be gone. Yeah. But because it is in its, in a way, it's um, everything that you just described gave you opportunities to invest yourself, engage in those things, which jazzed you yes. in that way. Yes. And then led you to, and then filled you up, mm -hmm. and then you went, okay, I'm filled up with that. What's that next thing that I can do? 
Right. Yeah. And it's also what was needed at the time. You know, where does your where does your skill set? Uh, how does it fit in here? And I think the Second City is uh, very good at that is uh, finding somebody and be like, oh, uh, you're really good at this. You have really good people skills. Let's move you over here. Let's try this and and helping people to kind of grow while they're here. It's so interesting because also that requires those people who are saying, come over here to not have blinkers on or blinders on themselves mm -hmm. to open themselves up to, oh, we need to do that. That person it, can do that. Or, or I didn't even realize that we need to do that. Right. And well, it's the growth, right? It's the growth that's pushing that because we need more people. We want people that uh, have our history and knowledge of the company. You know, we want them to take that. And we have this new, we're going to build a new training center. We're going to expand in this way. Who can help that? Who can support that? And uh, there's more and more people here that have institu great institutional knowledge. You don't want to lose them. Right. You want to keep them here because we are such a hybrid and a specialty thing we do right. here. And when somebody spends five years investing here, you would like to see them grow rather than lose them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, uh, Coming up here and looking at what they're doing over Starbucks on the corner of North and Wells, and the windows are suddenly open and going, oh, my God, there are windows, which is such an interesting thing because it's like there were arches right. and there was window in them. But now I realize, oh, my God, there are windows. And something happened that hasn't happened in a really long time, and it was a pang of, oh my God, I'm, I'm a little jealous of what's going on. Not because, where's mine, right. but because, oh, that's exciting, and very I want to be exciting. part of that. Yes, very exciting, very exciting, the growth that's going on. Yeah. 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 And, and to not be cynical about it is so vital, to just go, I'm not yeah. saying that you're cynical, but I'm saying, how many people here or who aren't working here, uh, became cynical. I never understood the cynicism uh, that, that a lot of people left here with. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, it's your personal experience, your interpretation of your personal experience. It's wanting more from Second City and not getting it. It's wanting to go to the next level I get, and it doesn't happen. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard uh, because you want people to come back and be supportive and be thrilled with what's going on and the opportunity that the people have here. It's really exciting to see that. Um, you know, comedy is alive and well. People are coming here to look at the actors and... Uh, you want people to be happy for that and to have other opportunities themselves, but I can't. I can't fix all those things. No, 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 no. Uh, it's. The, I think it's the idea of um, your. I think your worst enemy is your. Uh, is your buddy, Mister Expectation? You yeah. know that you're that you're saying, "Come along with me or lead me." And that fucker's not leading you. You know, expectation is. It's it's a fantasy. It's a. It's not. It, it's hard not to have it, though. Well, but I don't I, know. I, I think you have to manage it. Clearly, but I, I think it's more about more than it's not expectation; it's intention. Mm -hmm. Because I think that intention drives you. Intention is for me. My intention is to get over there. So because my intention is to get over there, I'm moving toward it. Mm -hmm. But expectation is there is something that I'm expecting that is coming to me that isn't necessarily there. I'm, am I mm -hmm. making sense? No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. They're two separate things. Two separate They're two things. separate things. And I think that when we codify or we, when we really look at what it is that we're looking at when it comes to expectation, I want to go, okay, you can have expectation if you, if you make it a cute thing. Oh, isn't that cute? You think that you're going to do that. But you've got to let go of that the moment that that isn't where it is that, it is that you're going. Mm, yeah, I, I think that's really hard for people to manage in the moment a lot of times when they're here, especially when they're new and young and starting out and they're uh, new to the business dynamic of what this can be and how things play out. It's really hard to see people, uh, you know, people think it's really easy. How long, you know, how long did Mr. Colbert spend uh, getting to the, even to the main stage? You know, you know, right? Eight years. You know, some of these people are spending getting to the resident company, and I think people think, especially for people starting out, uh, that it's uh, a quicker path than it might be. And their expectation it, is, that yeah, it's yeah. And yeah. I think that they get. Uh, they're not in the moment, right? And we say that to them, do the best, enjoy what you're doing right now, be invested in, do, do the best show that you can tonight. Tonight is the moment. It's not next week's or your next thing or your next class or anything. Uh, so it's hard to get out of your own way sometimes. I, I, when I think about the time that I was here and, and, and uh, I remember Johnny DiPolo saying when I got cat, cause he was a teacher of mine here. Uh, and when I got cast, I went across the street to the Old Town Ale House, mm -hmm. of course, because that's where he <laughs> lived. And, uh, and I said, Donnie, I got cast. And he said, awesome, that's great. I don't know if they used the word awesome back then. Um, 
uh, here's my advice. Um, pay attention to what it is that you're doing. Uh, just enjoy what it is that you're doing. And the moment that you become bitter, leave. Or if you feel that you're getting bitter, yeah. leave. And that was the greatest advice, and I listened to it. And, and he basically said, mind your own business. Right, right. And when you mind your own business, I, I feel what it did for me was I appreciated every fucking moment that I yes. was here. Yes. Every minute that I was here. If it ended with me being in level four of the training center, if they even have that anymore, level four of the training center, if it ended there, it was like, that's great. But it kept not ending. Right, right. It kept going on. It kept going on. And it wasn't it, that it kept going on because I'm, I'm yeah. destined right. to be somewhere. Right. It kept going on because I kept going, oh, I love this. I'm yeah, well, you're reinvesting up. every day, every minute of it. You're exactly constantly what... reinvesting in it. Well, absolutely. Uh, don't get caught up in the gossip. Uh, don't get caught up in the other people's uh, dysfunction. Uh, do your own work. Work really hard. Be supportive. You know, right? These are all the basic things to do. But when you're an ensemble creating a show, sometimes that'll get away from you a little bit. And uh, whether you're supporting your group or you're operating from fear, uh, so it's hard to do. Uh, and sometimes you'll go in moments of it and out moments of it. Sometimes Sometimes you'll be in it for two days. Sometimes you'll be in it for two weeks, you know, and I don't, uh, why do you think people get better? Uh, because I feel like their expectations aren't being met. Mm -hmm. I, that's exactly what I think is happening is they're waiting for something to happen that is not either happening or never going to happen mm -hmm. because what's happening now is what's happening now. And they're not looking at what's happening now. You're on the, you're, you're on the road. Okay. You're on the road. And you're making whatever they're making now on the road. You're on the road. You're touring. You're touring the, the hotel Sofitel, and you're touring the shitty little place in Lagrange, and you're making money. And you go. You get to go. I am living here right now. This is where it is that I am. If you're on the road for nine years, you either love it or you're a masochist. But you better be aware that you're doing it. Um, I think that 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 your expectations aren't being met, and that's what makes you bitter mm -hmm. uh, because you're. Your life isn't the way that you think it should be. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck all that. Well, And like, it is hard. I know, Allison, it's yeah, really, really yeah. hard. But I think that it's hard if you don't know that you have a choice. Oh, well, you always have a choice. You always have a choice. But the thing about it is a lot of times you don't like your choice. Clearly. <laughs> but but the, the, the largest source of, uh, uh, of suffering is non-acceptance. Right. Absolutely. So in that moment, you get to go, okay, I don't like that choice. What does that mean? Let's look at the word choice. Yeah. Okay, I'm choosing to do that right now. Uh, um, I think that the moment people come here, it would be great if somebody had given the, the Donnie DiPolo speech. Mm -hmm. I mean, even when you're applying to audition for the training center, and maybe they do give him the Donnie DiPolo speech. Well, I think that, uh, like I say, a lot of it comes out of youth and inexperience, you know, and just, you know, it's great to be excited and want this. There's a huge part of that. You should want this and, and, you, and you should be striving and driving towards it. And when that gets out of proportion, you probably will create your own dissatisfaction to a large <laughs> extent. You know what I mean? And you need to reinvest in the work and you need to stay in the moment and you need to stay with your ensemble and you, right, you need to do those basic things. And you're kind of always bringing yourself back to it, bringing yourself back to it. You know what I mean? I love the phrase, you're creating your own dissatisfaction, because that's what happens all the time. You're yes. also creating your own satisfaction yes. Yes. in that, too. Yes. Uh, and if you aren't, I feel like, no matter what it is that you're doing, if you aren't laughing with it, and I'm, I'm a creature of this planet, just like everybody else is. And I think that, that, that I feel like you're, forgive me for saying, you seem like a joyous person. I'm sorry to make, to make that <laughs> broad great statement. Thing. You know, I'll go but, with it. But, but in that way, we have, just, we have become aware of what it is that we're living in right now. So when that dissatisfaction comes in, we're aware of the dissatisfaction and we get to go, okay, I'm choosing to live in that. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes you don't like the choices you have to make to get out of it or you can't see, you know what I mean? You don't want to give up the, the, your dream that you've been hooked on. You know what I mean? You, you don't want to go to something else. You're filled with fear, like all those things. And that's what everybody's constantly pushing against. Everybody, you know, everybody who's looking for a new job, you know what I mean, is pushing against it. Everybody who's dealing in a relationship they don't want to be in, you know what I mean, or wanting a relationship that they can't have or all those things. So you're, you're constantly recalibrating yourself and rebalancing yourself. Right. And to live within that and to say, all right, it's what you did, what you call it, reinvesting. Um, and it's also refreshing. It's like hitting yes. the refresh button on a browser and saying, okay, it's still the New York Times, but mm -hmm. this is the new thing that's happening. Right. And not to go, oh my God, I really missed that story about Bhopal. 
Why is yeah, that not well, here anymore? I think the other thing that's been valuable is that um, I'm open to change in that way. There's been so much change here, and people really resist change, and they resent change, and there's been different changes we all haven't been crazy about. But um, there's so much good going on, and a lot of time the change, there's, if the change is a big change, a lot of times all of it doesn't last because Second City is going to, Second City is going to win. The Second City way will win. You will come to Second City and you will join with the pack and the club and you will be a part of Second City or you will leave or you leave. Second City is going to win. So whatever new big changes, Second City will uh, get around it and morph it to its own way. All the sharp edges of it will fall away and it will become Second City eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, even with those changes, and I've been here long enough, I'll be like, okay, we'll do this. And I'll kind of nod and smile and I'll go along with the program. And then like nine months later, or eight months later, that isn't quite the change that they wanted. And we've uh, made some changes to it. We've softened it. We've made it uh, kind of bend to our will and it fits and it's fine. And it is a way that we are moving forward and it's a way that we're, um, that, uh, we're refreshing ourselves. Isn't it also a mirror of the collaborative effort that creates a show. Absolutely, and the collaborative effort that uh, the marketing and the box office and the producers and the training center, everybody has, you know what I mean, because we all have to work together too. Right. In support, in support of the enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I think what's also interesting is form follows function. And when I look at this building that it's in and to see the morph, the morphing that this building has gone through. It's amazing. You know, it it's seems amazing. like, oh, yeah, this building that's on the corner right now that is what used to be Arby's, um, that is now Starbucks, and it might have been something in between that, that is also the movie theaters. Um, it looks like it was always attached to Second City, mm -hmm. but it's two separate buildings, yes. and they've gone, and they've eaten that up, but in a way that's like, oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But the building's kind of crazy, it the, is. the design of the building, because it used to be three buildings? Yes, and it was, built it, up. it was added on to, it was a first floor, and then it became a second floor, and then they added a third and a fourth floor. So floors have been added to the buildings, and not all those floors meet up, so they're half a floor above <laughs> each other or below each right, other. Right. So there's like a three and a half, really, kind of, when you're in the building. And uh, just the way we've used the space, um, what has become the training center and what has become Second City Communications and what is Producers Row now. And we've added the Up Theater, which is an amazing, beautiful space. Right, they used to be Tony and Tina's. They used to be Tony and Tina's. And before that, it was nothing, right? Bef or no, before that, it was uh, the Black or well, the Black Orchid was in the back was there in, too, the which is centers. where the the, the the Martin Demont Theater yeah. is, yeah. right? And all that stuff yeah. over there. I yeah. don't know what the fuck is going on yeah. over there, yeah. but. You've got offices there too, yes. right? And it used to be the Aardvark Theater was here. Was it the Aardvark? Or there used well, to be a theater here? Well, there was the Shakespeare Theater, which was like where the ETC lobby is, which became the movie theater lobby, right. which is, yeah. Right, but all those yes. things. And and there's a vibrancy. There's a tremendous vibrancy. There's so many people in the training center in the summer. There's kids camps. There's kids in the building right. taking training. There's adults taking training. There's acting classes. There's writing classes. You know, there's so so many other salons and, and, and talks offered. It's amazing. It's I, very The salons to really sounds intriguing yeah. to me. The idea of if it's, I don't know what it is, but is it salon uh, like the old salons where people would go, Let, you know what? Injustice. Is that what well, they bring in are? a speaker on a topic, you know, uh -huh. someone from the industry who wants to come in and talk about uh, they might be a manager or a talent agent and they'll come in and they'll talk and then the students will ask questions and Got they'll it. be in there for like an hour and a half or two hours. So, right. yeah, it's really nice who comes through town and the different ones. And that's a Chicago thing, too. Yes. The idea of those kind of discussions that people have the Newberry Library mm, and Buckhouse ab Square absolutely and Buckhouse all Square. that shit that we're and Studs Terkel yes. and. Uh, like I, when I think about the com the communication that I have, uh, it reminds me of Studs' show. You know, I, uh, in a way, um, he swore a lot less than I did. And but, uh, but there's that Chicago sensibility, yes. the discussions, the talking, the reinvention, and it's also when it comes to Second City 
uh, I love I love somebody said the difference between an actor in New York and an actor in Chicago is if an actor fails in New York you're fucked if an actor fails in Chicago someone will say to you that was awful what's your next job right. what's the next thing that you're gonna do that's great absolutely I, people make a living here and stay here have their whole career here uh, reinvent the place like, that is it is that reinvention it, it is the ability to fail you know actors talk about it here how valuable that is to them you know what I mean that they could fail they well, can what about fail. you I mean the idea of so those are actors failing what's your what's your relationship with failure what's and I, I don't mean your history I mean your relationship with the concept of it my relationship with the concept of failure uh, I'm adverse to it <laughs> 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 I'm wildly averse to failure. Uh, I think uh, I think it can be very valuable. Um, I honestly, it's very funny when you bring it up because I'm immediately like, "Oh, I don't want anything to do with it." it that's what it spikes in me. That mm -hmm. I, you know what I mean. I'm trying not to fail. I'm trying not to disappoint. I never want to disappoint uh, the people that I'm supporting. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm, you know what I mean. I want to back them at all costs, and uh, so I don't want to let them down. That's how I see failure is letting down of people mm -hmm. in that way. So I'm always working against that. But aren't people giving you the permission to fail? Oh, absolutely! I have the permission to fail. Absolutely, have the permission to fail. And there's a uh, forgive this word, but there's an expectation that Allison will. And I don't mean to say this in a way yeah. like she's a failure, yeah. but Allison will fail. But in Allison's failure, she's going to fucking figure out that those sharp edges that you were talking oh, about yeah. earlier yeah. are going to be rounded yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, and I think that uh, having been here so long, that I'm pretty good at seeing failure coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I can work around it, or I can. Uh, I can lessen it. I can lessen it. Uh -huh. Lessen the impact of it. Right. You know. How is it different from what it was running the running the the factual aspect of it to producing shows? Like what? Just let's talk about failure. The idea of now you're producing shows. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does it mean that you're? Well, well, producer, we're looking for uh, a great cast. Right. We're looking for a great director. Mm -hmm. We're looking for people, a director who really. Uh, supports those actors and wants to work with them and can, and can take them to the next place that mm -hmm. they want to go to, uh, has a vision. Do you, when you first started this, the, this aspect of the job, did you, were you, um, did you have to make everything right or did you go with the flow? Do you understand? Were you let no, shit happen? I w no, I was more trying to make things right. Mm -hmm. More trying to make things right. Now I'm a little bit more go with the flow. Uh, yeah, those first couple outings were a little bit rough. You know what I mean, and trying to figure out how that that was going to work, and you know, uh, getting that together, and just building a relationship with the cast. You know what I mean. I had relationships with a lot of the cast members, and I knew them kind of in passing. But it's different when you become the producer. You know, what's your director going to be like? Does your director uh, want to talk to you about the process? Are they confiding in you? Are they keeping you at arm's distance? You know, what kind of relationship do you have with the director? So every director is different. Um, it's easier when you have uh, an open dialogue and conversation with your director. It uh, you just know the lay of the land and what's going on, and, and can help facilitate anything that they need. I think in terms of uh, the physical, the physical plant, what they terms they want of the set and production values have been up. All that stuff's pretty easy, you know what I mean. It's always about the relationships that are. The most difficult. Right, right. The, the factual stuff of yeah. this is this costs that yeah. much. This is what yeah. it's going to yeah. look like. That stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff. Yeah. I get. Yeah. I get that stuff. Yeah. And and that stuff is that's a math equation yes. as far as yes. I'm concerned. That's always easy. And it's the other things that I go and and it's very satisfying when you can solve that that math problem. Oh sure. Um, and it's a, it's also but the expectation again going back to expectation the expectation of how to deal with somebody and to step away from a conversation and say oh, how did that work that was good or that was not good. Or or we listened to each other, we didn't listen to each other. Um, and also this idea, the idea of this too will pass. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The show will open and uh, a lot of this will fall away and a lot of things are in the moment. What do you touch that's in the moment? What do you just leave alone? And like, you know, a lot of times people are blowing off steam and they're upset and, you know, they'll get past it and they'll move on. Or when do you, you know, and as a producer, it's very difficult to step in if things are running amok in the room you know a lot of times you're not going to know it because the director's not necessarily going to tell you and the cast in that moment is going to keep their own counsel which they should and stay together as a group and they're going to follow their director you know which is what you want them to do and it's a lot of times not until afterwards that you find out uh that there were some pretty intense moments in there that emotions run high um but you know it's art 
and people are going to have very strong opinions about art, rightfully so, and they're going to have heated conversations, and both sides can be very right. Oh, that's awesome. Both sides can be very right. Yes. Both sides can be very right. And it's the idea of saying, I need to surrender. I've got to surrender and know that surrender is not abandoned. Surrender means let go of that which no longer serves you. This thing that I'm holding on to. Somebody once said, there's nothing that I let go of that doesn't have scratch marks in it, you know, claw marks yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, I'm trying, just to, trying let, to hold on to it. Yeah, yeah, trying to hold on to it. And when it comes to art, because it's about everybody's personal truth, each one of those people is right. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And sometimes you're going to give it up in service of the scene. Sometimes you're going to let it go in service of the show. Sometimes you're going to let it go in service of yourself. You know what I mean? So uh, those are the moments, you know, right? You get down to those last four weeks of the process and they're really starting to make heavy edits to the show and you're kind of seeing the director's hand in the show. Then emotions can run really high. You right. know what I mean? People because can go, it's, a, it's such a, it's, it's a different job than any other job in the world being a second city director Absolutely. because it seems like each director has to reinvent the process mm -hmm. for themselves mm -hmm. and that relationship with the relationship with the cast, the relationship with second city history, the yeah. relationship with other scenes mm -hmm. because you have other scenes that have yes. been done prior to that scene that you're doing in that moment. The relationship to Chicago, the relationship to the press, the relationship to promotion production, to relationship to all those yes. things yes. as a second city director is so and if you think about it before you go in, you uh, go well, I don't know that I want to do that. No, 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 no. You just need to go in the room and, and, and get everybody up on their feet and have them start performing and have them start pitching and build that relationship and build that ensemble because that's really what it's all about at the end of the day. If you didn't have promotion and marketing and photos and, you know what I mean, if it was, you know what I mean, you, it's still really about those people in the room and what they're going to create and what they're going to put up in front of the audience. It's day. about those people in the room. It's about that relationship. It's right. About that relationship. Absolutely. Because yes. you can, and, and again, we're talking about being in the moment at that moment with what it is that you have at that moment. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think about all the shows that I've done and I, yes, I remember, I, I don't really remember the opening nights, mm -hmm. but I remember snapshots of mm -hmm. moments in, aha moments in the rehearsal process. And that is what it was about. It was yes. about the process. Yes. Yeah, once the show is up and running, right, then you have your sets and you have that relationship to people. And, and people have uh, great breakthroughs in process and you see the show change and you see them you see them rise to the occasion in a different way. You know what I mean? To see somebody really kind of take it to the next level uh, is always exciting. I, I've always felt like, um, I feel like this is going, you know, that's right. I've always felt like, um, this is what I realized not too long ago, that product is the process yes that's what the product is yes the product is yes. watching somebody go through the process yes. and every single scene is and I mentioned this before every single scene is you sitting watching these two characters go through the process yes. I'm sitting watching yeah. these two actors go through the process it's not the blow it's yeah. not honey right, right. I'm home it's not that yeah. but honey there are children yeah, it's not the blow <laughs> it's what becomes before that exactly yeah. and it's yeah. you reaching that mm -hmm. and it's us watching the behavior of these two three four five six mm -hmm. seven people mm -hmm. together and we watched a little bit of um the patch code downstairs mm -hmm. in the etc space and we watched these people singing and i watched them moving around and enjoying themselves and i'm watching them as a whole but i'm also watching them individually like how is that person moving with that person and that person is that person aware of everything else that's happening in that moment right, right. because that's all part of the process yes. oh too. absolutely absolutely to be aware of the whole to be aware of the whole and to lose yourself to the whole right to have that moment where you totally fall into the whole and uh you're not singular you're a group now yes yes uh, to fall into the whole and to fall into the whole both those words, you <laughs> yes, know, both yes, those yes, make sense yes, right yes. there, uh, because that's really what it's about. And when you sit, when you buy your ticket, you sit in the cramped seats uh, on main stage, wherever you're going to be sitting, in whatever cramped seat venue you're in, and <laughs> sit and watch that, and to go, I'm here, I'm here, I'm yeah. letting go, I am yeah. letting it go, and I'm saying. I'm a voyeur. Please be voyeur meat oh, yes. because that's what I've paid for. Absolutely. You want to be part of it. You want everything else to fall away and you want to fall into it and lose yourself in the moment just Clearly. like they do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there are a lot of very 
quiet, thoughtful scenes in the new main stage show, and you really feel everybody losing themselves in those moments. You really feel that audience is kind of hanging out there, a little breathless, leaning forward, waiting to see what's coming. They're all hanging on the moment. And that's when it's, Great. God, I'm so glad to hear that. So great. I am so glad to hear so that. Great. Because I love that kind of theater. Mm -hmm. I love that mm -hmm. kind of theater. Yes. Um, I, I, because I think that so much of what's going on now, and again, I'm not the guy that's standing on, the, on, on his third floor balcony saying, hey, kids, get off my lawn. Uh, things have changed. Things change. And, 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 and the, the tempo of the work has changed. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, it's just me, yes. some people like chocolate fudge, I like vanilla, whatever, that's not true, it's the other way around, but the idea of I love falling into it, because yeah. if you're going to barrage me, I'm going to have an expectation, hmm, there's that word, that we better have a joke, we better oh, have a joke, yeah. we better have a joke, as opposed to, there's pressure, tension, and dynamic, there's the building yes. of that scene, the building of that scene, and the second city director going, take it, wait, 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 mm -hmm. wait, 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 now. And then the actor going, but I can't. It's like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Hold off. Hold off, hold off, hold off. And then to go, but the actor needs to trust. Oh, absolutely. And the actor needs to want to go there and, and do that kind of work. And, and uh, people in this cast do want to do that work. You know what I mean? They do want to slow it down and take the time with it. So right there is a great, there's a great, uh, mutual respect for the work, that work and what they want to create and what they want to do and the director supporting that and wanting that also. So, uh, yeah, if somebody doesn't want to do that kind of work, if they're used to getting a joke every, uh, every 15 seconds, every minute and a half, it's going to be really hard for them to slow down to it. But maybe that's, maybe there's a certain kind of joy in that too, right? In, in having the audience just hanging out there with you. And I can only imagine once you had that feeling not wanting it again. Yes, the laugh is a great thing, but this everybody's on for this ride. Everybody's bought into this moment. Everybody's with you. That is a different type of feeling. That's the, that's, that's that, the, the process. Mm -hmm. Again, the actor is living through the tension that mm -hmm. is the process. Mm -hmm. Well, Linda wasn't crossing over there <laughs> yeah. to get to the end. Yeah. I mean, certainly, I mean, the wire between, what what buildings were they? He was uh, Marina Tower and somewhere else. Yeah, Marie, like crossing the Chicago yeah, River, right, yeah. didn't he? Like, so he's not going, oh, I'm going to get to the yeah. end. He is going with what that book, The Flow, is talking about, where he was going with that step, that step, that step, that yeah. step. But if you look at the end, yeah, you're can't. going to miss where you the can't. wire you is can't. right in front of no, you. No, 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 you have to be, yeah. And so when we have people, and we, we both know these, we, we know these people because we work with these people here, uh, the people that say, um, oh, I got my laughs, or oh, this has to be funny, or it's not funny enough, I'm going, oh boy, oh boy, yep. what, what can we do here? Well, you have to, you know what I mean, and uh, why, why are they driven that way? What is the satisfaction they get out of that? Why aren't they, why aren't they interested and willing to invest in the other? I don't, I don't know, different, you know, there's different theories, only right for yourself, right, in process. There's all different kinds of uh, things people will do to serve themselves and everything. I've always felt like, and, and I'm not patting myself on the back, I'm saying, the way that I survived here mm -hmm. uh, at Second City was, how can I help that guy? Well, you know, I remember you're performing here and you never, uh, you never mailed in a show ever. Every night you came out and did that performance in full, with full energy, with total investment, you were always there. And that can't help be but thrilling and attractive to your other players, that somebody's always there, fully invested. I mean, you can't ask for more. I, I, thank you. I, I loved playing with yes. everybody that I loved playing with. And when I look at... It was also... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not here really to... to go down memory lane, but I'm in this building that has... It's hard has, not to. It's hard not to. Yeah. Uh, but it's the idea of, I love playing with everybody that I was with, even the people that I found challenging. Mm -hmm. The idea that we're going to open this show and one of us is going to leave in, you know, that yeah. one of us is going to get married or leave. Yeah. And that will be that. Right. And there's certain scenes in the show that you'll go, oh, oh sure, sure. No. <laughs> no. And they go, oh, I got to do that scene. Yeah. Um, uh, but even when you do that scene, you still go, there's a moment in that scene that I really love. Yeah. And then there's a beat in that scene right. that I really love. Right. But there's also the actors that we got to play with here on main stage mm -hmm. was tremendous. Yes. yes, tremendously talented people. 
tremendous. It's now. crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. And, uh, it's very exciting, and it's exciting to see those people come back at the 50th, and it's exciting to see people that admire them so much get to meet them and to see how they've inspired the work of the people that are here. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And how thrilled they are to do their scenes. You're in the touring company, and you get to do one of these geniuses' scenes. How thrilling is that? It, I, rem I think that I, it, one of the things, the great things was, was when, uh, one of the great moments was when, I would be in on the main stage, and somebody say, "Oh, we're touring that scene that you did in ETC or yes. Northwest." And I said, I, I thought, "Oh, that's it. Right? That's the legacy right it's there. A great legacy. That is the legacy. It's a great legacy." And and then to say, "I've inspired somebody to inspire somebody to inspire somebody," mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and for people to watch what it is that you're doing, the people to know that 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 have been here with you. To, again, we go, we'll go back to the concept of mentoring, the idea of you're just living your life and you're living your life every moment that you're living your life. And somebody looking at that and saying, uh, you know, what would Allison Riley do in that moment? And you're not responsible for anything yeah. other than unfolding, unfurling, evolving, all those things and living your life. Because if you're, a, if you're an, e, an Eeyore or a curmudgeon, who the fuck wants to even work with you? Right, right. Yeah, that's a little bit of a downer. But uh you know, and, and it makes me think about, uh, you talk about how the work has changed and everything. It's a bit faster pace. But when you're in the touring company and you're doing a scene that was written 10 or 15 years ago, that's informing your work now. And that's how that that pacing, that's, that quiet material that takes a long time to play out, that's how it informs them and trains them and lets them have that sense of it's okay to take your time. The audience will stay with you. They will follow. And that's how they learn it. And that's how they find that exciting moment. And that's how they want to do that work. Absolutely. And to have directors that are ballsy enough to say, I saw that scene and, and we're going yes. to do it exactly the way that it's yes. going to be done. I'm not going to recreate this moment. What I'm going to do is let's celebrate this thing because you're not... You, the, what, what I like about what I like about Second City, and again, going through all the research that I did prior to getting here, as if I didn't know all these things anyway. How many times is it called an improvisational theater? But it's not. It's a theater, and I feel like when I look at the work that I've done, the majority of my acting training was done here. Mm -hmm. The acting training mm -hmm. was done Absolutely. here. I never think of this, and when people say, "Oh yeah, I've done so much comedy," it's like, "Yeah, I've done comedy, but I've done theater." Right. And it's not like, yeah, I've done comedy, but I've also done theater. I've done both in here yes. at this place. Absolutely. Absolutely. You need to be an actor. You need to be an actor to work here. And I think it's a little bit of a, sometimes a misnomer for people who come in and they think that you're just going to be an improviser, but you need to be an actor. You need to be an improviser. You need to be a writer. Right. You need to be a writer and you need to take pen to page and you need to learn how a scene is built and you need to learn the mathematics of comedy. You really need to learn these things and you can be naturally funny and you can have the gift of timing and you need that intelligence, 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 right, to be here. Uh, but you also need the training. You need the training and you need to you need to become an actor. And, and if you're, and if you're uh, you know, sometimes just a regular, somebody who's improvised, you can really see that they need that acting training. And you can see other people who come and they've had the acting training and they've had the, and then they take the improvising. They're richer. They're at a deeper level. And you and it's and it's hard to tell. And if somebody who's just improvising, you need acting training. You need to become an actor too. Also, you need this training. I think that I I, I, I agree with everything. And of course, and uh, uh, I think what people don't realize, and I'm, when I say I mentioned it before, I mentioned it before on different podcasts, mm -hmm. but all. Improv is acting. All improvisation is acting. And if you want to say, oh, well, I'm not an actor, I'm an improviser, I'm thinking, what are you talking about? Yes. You don't go out and do, you go out and do a scene. It's yes. called a scene. Yes. And yes. you're a character in a scene. Mm -hmm. You know what? Who did scenes? Shakespeare did scenes. Yes. And Albee did scenes. And, you know, and, 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 and Churchill did scenes. And, like, all these people mm -hmm. did, did scenes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I think, I think you're seeing less and less of that mentality out less there. Less and less of what? Yeah, the mentality that I I'm just an improviser. Got people, it. People understand that they need, and you know, in the, here I travel yeah. all over the world, yeah. and when I introduce that to people, they go, "Wait a minute, what?" Oh, uh, okay, okay. But Chicago's yeah. different. It is different. It is different. I could imagine. It's yeah, different. yeah. Because people, go, oh, I just, I'm, I'm here. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm just here to get my laughs. Yeah. It's like, yeah. look, you no, douchebag. No, 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 no. It's more than that. It's so much more. <laughs> it, it can be so much more than it that. It could be. It is so much more <laughs> yes, than that. Yes, it yes, is. Yes. But I also believe that what has happened in in Watching the past, I mean, I haven't seen, I, 
think the last time I saw a show was maybe a couple of years ago. But there was, and maybe it was in relation, still in relationship to 9-11, like, let's get a laugh, let's get a laugh, let's get a laugh. And then the last show that I saw was Katie Rich's show. Oh, yeah. That, her last show. Mm-hmm. And that Kate La- Lambert, mm-hmm. was that her name? Oh, Kate Lambert might have been understudying. She was in that show, yeah. too. Okay. And um, that show... Yeah was awesome yeah no they they made a lot of choices to uh take their time to take their time and their pacing and everything like that and they weren't going to go for the obvious funny joke that was a conscious that was a conscious decision. i'm so because i noticed it i yeah. saw it i felt it i yeah. noticed it yeah. and it was so satisfying well the fearless powerful actor improvisers fearless powerful in total command of who they are and their acting and improvising ability so there's no fear there they're uh, they're operating from a different place it goes Oh, there's no fear there. There's yeah. no fear there. Yeah. And I have a phrase that I've been using lately, uh, and uh, inelegantly, I'll give you the example. Um, the phrase is this, I can do this. I can do this. And the inelegant thing example is like pooping on an airplane. Uh-huh. You know, we're going, oh, Jesus, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> you know, but it's that feeling of, oh, I can do this. But it's that, the idea of, I can do this. It's not, I hope I can do this. It's that fearlessness of saying, I, I am standing up here and I am going to do this and you're with me and you're yeah. with me. You with me? Are you yeah. with me? Yes, yes, yes. Well, and I think, I think part of that is also accepting you're going to do it imperfectly. You might, right, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. It might not be perfect. It might, you know what I mean? But right now you're going to do this and that, that's kind of the win in the moment. It's, it's going to be perfect for that. Yes. At yes. that thing yes. that is yes. going to be perfect. Yes. Yes. And, um, uh, uh, because the idea of perfection is, I think about uh, being a human, and people would say, I'm an imperfect human. It's like, that's redundant to me, because yeah. if you're a human, you're imperfect, and if you're, in, if you're a human, you're perfect at being a human, because that's what we do. We're not robots. Yeah. We are here, because you can have an imperfect robot, but we are here to make those discoveries. And how many scenes have you seen where the failure was the thing that oh, led them to absolutely, success? Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. How many how many failures in the set have 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 kind of broken through the idea that they originally had and enhanced it and made it so much better? Absolutely, and opened it up. Right. Absolutely. And some director, again, going to some director or some actor, a director will go, well, "No, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. Let's look. That scene, yeah, it was horrible, but there was something about that." And people go, "Yeah, there was something about that." Mm-hmm. Instead of going, "The whole thing sucked," it's like, Mm-mm, "I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the whole thing did not suck." If there was a fucking line in that thing, yeah. and let's be present to every part of the process of that scene, mm-hmm. there's a line there that yeah. somebody went, oh, and then we glossed over it. Right. But let's not lose that diamond Absolutely. stuck in the turd. Absolutely. Which is a phrase I'd like to everybody to say. <laughs> it's the diamond stuck in the turd. <laughs> well, I will consider that for a show time. <laughs> right, right, right. But everybody, I think in this way, it's what you're saying where, where, where somebody's saying to you, oh, we have this idea for what's going on at Second City, and you're going, I don't know about that, but I'm going to go with it yeah. and see what the fuck happens because the building is not going to tumble down. No, no. And we're going to take it and make it our own. We're going to take it and make it our own and put our own spin on it and, and recreate it in the way that works for us. Clearly. Yes. And every time I come into this building, something else is, something has changed. Yes. And it's not, ruined nothing's no, ruined no no the the resident companies uh their work is great they're doing great work and that is the heart and soul of the building and they are f- free to create as they will and it's very exciting and it and it's the most important thing that's going on here so we we they're very protected in that way you know what i mean we try to we try to get around them and protect them and, and let them be as free as possible. The directors, they still go in the, they still go in the room and close the door for 12 weeks and create a show. That's what they do. I think that's so cool because I keep thinking, wow, the second city is huge. It's huge. What, what's the, what is the heartbeat? And I've asked myself, what's the, what, what remains the heartbeat of this place? Not to say that it's gone, but to go, what's happening here? Yeah. And to, for, you, for me to hear you say, it's the protection of the main, it's the main stage show. It's not the protection of the main stage show. It's the celebration, the elevation of Absolutely. that process. Yes, that and ETC, and not only that, you see these people. And ETC, of course. You see the people in the touring company, they're amazing. 
you know what I mean? And their points of view and how talented they are, you know, uh, it's, it's stunning to see what's coming up. And it's also stunning to see what's going on in the greater community in Chicago. You know what I mean? Uh, the people, what they're creating, what they're bringing, you know what I mean? So comedy is very alive and well. Well, I look at what the annoyance is oh, going absolutely. on. Absolutely. And look at what's going on at IO. Absolutely. It's, I haven't been there, yeah. but it, to go, what? What just happened? Yes. Because it yes. was like everybody burped up a child. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. Have you been to, uh, to the annoyance? Yes. It's a great How's space. It? Is, is yeah. it awesome? Yeah, and they got a lot of new shows there. It's a fantastic location. They've got a, a great spaces there, training center, uh, classrooms downstairs. It's really nice. I'm very happy for them. And very happy for them. Shit from here spills over. Well, and not only that, they inform us, right? Go train at the Annoyance. Go train at the IO. Absolutely, you'll you'll get a. It's a you know you're going to get a different education. You're going to get a different point of view. You're going to learn different things that are valuable to you that you're going to take with to the next place. So everybody's informed. You know, comedy sports is informing. Everybody's informing everybody else. It's really important to train several places. Don't just train here. Don't no. just train here. Go other places. And also, don't just read about comedy and don't just read about Second City. Like, open up a. Oh, book, absolutely. Well, they, that's the number one thing is to be intelligent. Uh, right. It, to be intelligent, well-read, a citizen of the world. We really want, you know what I mean? Uh, it's kind of your uh, worldview now, right? Right. We want to see that on the stage. What, what do you think about the world? You know, how do you feel about the world? Have, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't be a single focus. You can't do you think be there are, oh, <laughs> because in the cast that I was in, I had a feeling that everybody was pretty much uh, liberal. Is that still true? I would think so. It's a pretty liberal crowd. Yeah. It's, you know, there's not a lot of Republicans floating around the building. <laughs> uh, yes. So come the revolution, I'll come here, yes. and we've got the fortress to hold back. That's but. right. But I think the, the different experience is um, bringing more uh, people, bringing more people of color into the building, bringing more Hispanic people into the building. They have a different worldview. They have a different life experience. And I think that enriches the work a lot and, and, and bringing those people forward. I haven't had those same life experiences. It's fascinating for me to hear that this is your point of view on this. Oh, I would have never thought of it that way. You know, so I think that's really informative, and and that's that's where the maybe a little bit of the differences in the building, you know what I mean? It, you know, those people coming and in informing our work in a different way, bringing a different point of view to the stage. Very exciting. And for everybody here to be open towards that, open towards that, and I think open in the way of like, oh, I really have to reconsider what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. I have to reconsider what I was thinking because apparently I've been ill-informed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, who's it? Werner Herzog. Uh, there was a there's a tweet that he had that he said, um, "I don't want to go to I want to go to a movie that for uh, two and a half to three hours um, totally destroys my vision of what the living in this universe is about." How exciting would that be? Right. How exciting would that be? Let's stop there. Okay. That was really good. Good. Thank you for listening to ADD Comedy. For Dave Rosowski, I'm Ian Foley. For more information on Dave, you can go to his website at www.davidrosowski.com or follow Dave on Twitter at drosowski.